All right, Big Sandford Grand Final gets underway on Sunday at 2.30pm. Glenelg taking on Sturt. You'll be able to see it on Channel 7. If you can't watch it on Channel 7, if you can't go live, you can listen to it on SEN with Paul Bonzer and Bryce Gibbs. To talk about that and the upcoming NBL season, Sixers haven't been that impressive, Roots, in their pre-season games. No, they're foxing. Let, they're foxing. They're foxing, yes, are they? Let's welcome they the uh, voice of basketball who's more qualified than you <laughs> and I, Roots, John Casey. Hello, Casey. <laughs> Hello, John. Well, Welcome home to... G'day there, Jimbo. G'day, Rooch. Yes, nice to be with you. Thanks very much for having me. No, and beautifully covered the uh, World yes. Championships, uh, apart from Australia being disappointing. Good winner? Well, look, uh, look, uh, were they disappointing? Look, yes, we're disappointed that they're not on the podium at the World Championships, yeah. or the World Cup, as it's now called. But, you know, I, I look back at it now and think Germany mm. went through the tournament undefeated, 8-0, and, mm. and won the gold medal. Yep. They're the world champions. The only game that they really struggled in was against Australia. Australia, they only lost the rebound count once in the whole tournament, Germany, and that was to Australia. And in that game against Australia, we led it three-quarter time and looked as though we were going to win it. And had Josh Giddy had a shot on the full-time buzzer mm. to try and send it into overtime. So if they're the gold medalists and we're that close, it's not that bad. All right, I take it back. Bring on Paris. Uh, let's talk about the 36ers, though, Case. Uh, in the Blitz series, three games, they lost by 26 points to New Zealand. They mm. lost by 32 to Perth. And they got done by four to Tasmania. How are we travelling? Yes, well, there you've painted a very bleak picture, haven't you? They've lost three <laughs> games in a row. Although, that game last night against Tasmania, uh, they were very close. It was 86-82. Um, they played very well, much improved performance by the 36ers in that third game. But the first two, yes, uh, worrying signs. And uh, they've made some moves. It would appear that Jamal Franklin, one of the uh, new recruits, is not going to be staying with the team. And their plans for Trenton Flowers, who is the next star, young American coming in mm. to run the point, well, apparently they've abandoned that plan now and are going to play him another position because he hasn't lived up to the expectations so far and perhaps putting a lot of pressure on him as a, as a young player is not the best way to approach it. So now, they've well, certainly got some work to do. Just on that, if Jason Cripps or Justin Reid had a couple of faux pas like the 36ers have had the last few years with their imports, they'd be accused of not doing their due diligence. Well, it's a fair point that you make, but I think it's a little bit different in terms of uh, what you do know about the people you're recruiting uh, for the AFL as opposed to the NBA when we're dealing with overseas mm. commodities. And uh, I, I, I would also point to the fact that a lot of teams in the NBL struggle to get the right fit with their imports as well. It's a, an inexact science and sometimes you can get it wrong and the Adelaide 36ers would appear that they've got it wrong the last couple of years and the trouble with that is that it just sets you back uh, mm. at the start of the season. So now they're chasing again, they're looking for an, an, another recruit and a lot of the better recruits have now signed and, and are ready to go with other teams. So um, let's hope, fingers crossed, that they can find someone to bring in that's going to be uh, a game-changer for them because it has been lean pickings. It has to be said, the last five years, the Adelaide 36ers haven't made the finals. In fact, uh, 10 of the last 14 seasons, the Adelaide 36ers have not made the finals. And we're accustomed to having success here in Adelaide with the 36ers. I, I go back to 2002, the last time they won the championship. That was their fourth championship. And at that time, the Perth Wildcats had four championships. Now, Perth have got 10 now. 
So uh, it is uh, something that needs to be addressed, and I'm sure that the people at 36 is <laughs> behind the scenes are working feverishly as we speak to try and get this together because they don't want to get off on the, to uh, a poor start again this year, mm. um, given that there are teams ahead of them, you would think, in terms of um, their recruiting and what they've done and what they're putting together for the new season. John, we always are advised to take pre-season form in Australian football with a grain of salt. Make some sense of what has happened so far for the 36ers and what is changing from one season to the next for the well, Sixers? Yeah, well, for the Sixers, I think, you know, this year they've had... This is the third year of CJ Bruton's so mm. coaching reign, so he's had some time to build his uh, you know, his credentials and put his stamp on the team. So a lot's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds. I, I'm not really 100% with the way that they've gone about their recruiting okay. in terms yeah. of who they've recruited. I just I think, again, the balance of the team is out. And I said this last year as well. They seem to be guard-heavy. Uh, uh, it was uh. great to see Tory Smith-Milner play so well last night, who's the new big, who's basically come in to replace Daniel Johnson. He had 21 points in 22 minutes last night and looks as though he's going to be a handy pickup for them. But a lot of pressure on Isaac Humphreys uh, coming back to the club and him trying to stay healthy. He's been injury-prone in the past. Um, so, yeah, look, I from afar, because I must admit to having just been arrived back in the country after mm. three weeks in the US and I've missed a lot of what's been going on here, um, but from afar, it, yeah, it does look as though that um, they haven't got things shaping up as nicely as they would like. But having said that, the last two years, the Adelaide 36ers have won the preseason blitz and not gone on to uh, to make the finals. So maybe they're going to flip the script this year and struggle okay. in the preseason yeah. and come good when yeah. it counts. So okay. if you're putting your enormous credibility <laughs> on the line, do they make the playoffs? No. They oh, don't. Hey, all right. Oh, John. Oh, on, that, John. on that negative note, let's move, <laughs> let's move on to the sandfall. Hey, you asked. <laughs> I know. He gives an honest answer. <laughs> I love it. Well done. Uh, you can watch. If you don't go to the game, 28 degrees. We've still got three double passes remaining. Then we're out. So you can ring now on 1300 736 736. You don't have to go on air. Uh, Bumfluff Benny will organise those tickets for you. All righty. Uh, and if you can't go... You can watch it on TV, live and free on 7 and 7 Plus. Case, I presume you're calling. Who's the team for you? Yes, uh, the team in terms of our team or the team I think that's going to win? No, your team Uh, on uh, Well, seven-time premiership winner Timmy Ginova is going to be uh, calling alongside me, along with Rhett Biglands as well. And uh, we'll have Theodoropoulos and... uh, and, um, we're also going to have other people involved in terms of the making presentations and so forth, including the great Bruce McAvaney, who's going to deliver the cup. So that's fantastic. Uh, and I don't know if you saw the clip on social media with Bruce uh, shot yesterday at Adelaide Oval, just talking about his memories of growing up with the sample. Mm. He is an unbelievable talent, isn't he, Bruce McAvaney? Because he was just rolling names off the tongue and going back. He, it's like he could step in tomorrow and call uh, on Sunday and call the grand final and not miss a beat. He is, uh, he is a doyen of uh, sports commentators in this country. And we're so lucky to have him and so lucky that he has such a rich history with the sample as well. So um, we're, we're really excited about it. It's a 10th year in a row that uh, Channel 7 are going to be broadcasting the sample grand final i have to tell you guys we've had like 1.6 million people tune into our coverage this year including almost 500,000 
during the final. So there's a massive appetite for sample here in South Australia and beyond through 7 Plus, where you can watch it right around the world. And we do have people watching from around the world. But those numbers are significant. And I think it's a reflection on the great work that the sample have done and everything that they've done to make sure that this competition remains an elite competition. I mean, it's far and away kills the waffle and the VFL. I mean, in the past, we've had bigger crowds and bigger TV ratings than the VFL and the Waffle Grand Final combined. combined. The sample is South Australian, it, and we're very proud of it, and Channel 7 is just so lucky to be involved, and we really treasure our association with it. You, know, you do a wonderful job, and you do as well, Case. Uh, if you can't watch it, though, you can hear it on 1629 SENSA and on the SEN app. Hey, we had a phone call earlier from Cyril, Cyril from Kensington, and he said, Kimbo, who's going to coach the Mighty Eagles? Now, do you know Case this year? Because we've got a text that's I do. Through. Oh, you do? Yes, but I'm, I'm not in a position to be able to share that with you, I'm, I'm, well, I'm let, sorry to say. Let, but, let me, um... you grunt and groan then when I say this, because we've got a text. From we've got two, good, we've got two texts. Have we? Yeah, we've got, we've got... Our, our good friend Kangaroo Steve, Kanga Steve, says, um, Afternoon, Kimba on the Roach. Heath Uni will be coaching the Eagles. You can take it, take it to the bank. Go, you kangaroos. And another text has got Michael Barlow coaching the Eagles. And now, if I said to you, Casey, you're still there? Yeah. Just clear your throat <laughs> if you think I'm on the money here. Heath Uni. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want I don't want to steal any thunder from the club, but the announcement is going to be made in due course, and um, I think Eagles fans are going to be very excited with their new coach, Barlow. Crickets. That's oh, all I can say. There are some great candidates mm. out there, aren't there? That um, yep. and as we've seen, uh, it's such a terrific competition to be involved with, um, and uh, yeah, so. It wasn't that long ago Josh Carr was a premiership coach in the Sample and now going on to bigger and better things in the AFL. And um, look, I think an opportunity to coach in the Sample is mm. terrific. And I'm also looking forward to seeing some of the delisted AFL players from mm. the Crows and Port Adelaide making their way back into the Sample next season as well. But uh, right now we should be celebrating Glenelg and Sturt because Darren Reeves in his first season yes. as coach, what a we'll remarkable see. job we'll he's yes. done yeah. with the Tigers. And Marty Matner, uh, well, he got him to uh, the 2016 and 2017 back-to-back premierships and, and then went away and then came now come back and straight away, or not straight away, but very quickly they're back into uh, a grand final. And what a great game it should be. I, I think on paper it, it looms as one of the best. And let's hope we get 30,000 plus yes. there. Yeah, yes. spot on, 28 degrees. Who are you tipping case? We need to go to a break. Who do you like? Look, uh, Glenelg, hard to tip against them. Their form's been outstanding. Uh, but in grand finals, what, they've won five out of 19? Does the big day get to them a little bit? Ooh. I don't know. I certainly wouldn't tip against them, but Sturter right there. We had a one-point thriller last year. Let's hope we have a one-point thriller again on Sunday and the best team wins. Okay, quick answer here. Text has come through from Mario. He says, can you ask John Casey what he'd prefer calling, football, basketball, or the Birdman Rally? <laughs> <laughs> Football or basketball uh, would be a dead heat. A de- oh, you're very diplomatic, Case. Uh, we love your work. Have a great call on <laughs> Sunday. Really appreciate your time. Anytime. Good to be with you, fellas. Thanks. And just talking basketball again, uh, just a reminder, you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL live on ESPN, available via KO and Foxtel, and Sundays via 10 Peach and 10 Play.